0: Thank you for joining me today. This is Colin Hamilton, Commodities Analyst at BMO Capital Markets. And welcome to our short Metals Matters podcast where we highlight the key things you need to know in global metals and mining this week. In metals markets, it is always worth discussing where we are in the China policy cycle given how important this is for markets as a whole. Certainly, the deceleration in Chinese economic growth over the past two quarters, partly on power constraints, partly on a normalisation in credit, has undoubtedly been faster than the government in Beijing would have liked. And while the growth mantra has pivoted towards quality rather than simply quantity, we do expect that more credit support will be offered over the coming months to prevent further downside, even if official emphasis suggests that the prudent monetary policy stance has not changed. Indeed, already we've seen RRR cuts. This week, 50 basis points, and there may be more to come. And this will support expectations for metals over 2022, though in general we don't see enough aggression for purchasers to prevent price falls given global trade and industrial output growth is now trending lower. In terms of the all-important Chinese construction market after some painful months, in our view we're past the deer in the China property policy cycle. To be absolutely clear, as of yet, we are still seeing limited evidence that Beijing, whether the central government, or the NDRC, are concerned about the slowdown in construction activity, with developers still facing credit austerity at the present time and having to comply with the three red lines. However, there are certainly signs of nervousness about the drop in property prices, given the horrible negative feedback loop this creates on consumer wealth and spending, hence why we've seen targeted policies around relaxation of mortgage restrictions, taking policies a whole into nascent easing mode. Into the new year we do expect more concern over potential unemployment in the construction sector and this is when state-sponsored housing will be pushed harder. It was very interesting. See the Politburo in China mentioned this specifically at their meeting earlier this week. State-sponsored housing won't solve the property problem but it will give the steel industry a little more confidence that new construction activity isn't going to decline further in the short term at least and it's already helping iron ore which has returned to a five-week high. The issue of inflation remains to the fore in many markets, hence the more hawkish stance we're seeing from many central banks, with the notable exception of China, as discussed previously. Transitory is falling out of favour when it comes to inflation, amid a combination of supply-side disruptions, delivery bottlenecks, low base year effects, labour shortages, elevated energy and food costs, and rising residential rents. This is positive for precious metals, particularly gold, into early 2022 as the traditional retail buyers return. We discussed this in our last Metal Matters podcast. However, when inflation is passed to the end consumer, well, it does tend to lead to a pushback in terms of goods demand, particularly in the industrial commodities. We already see signs that high prices are leading to demand being deferred, and we expect this process to accelerate through the first half of 2022, even as year-on-year inflation metrics peak. High wages amid labour shortages will help to buffer the impact somewhat, but the developed-world durable cycle tailwind, which has played a major role in demand gains over the past year, is losing its potency. The impact of this on industrial markets tends to be amplified, as it natural psychology that, in an inflationary environment with supply chain disruption, purchasing managers over-order, and pay up for raw materials. Currently we feel that many metal end users are sitting with more material than usual on their balance sheet as a buffer, and as the cycle turns, a push to bring these back towards normal is likely to act as a headwind to apparent demand and commodity prices. That said, until value chains are fully rebalanced and back to normal, a premium to through-cycle equilibrium can still be justified. Meanwhile, we do expect cost inflation to feed into higher cost curves across commodities in 2022 versus what we're seeing in the current year. Over the past few days, we have fielded a number of questions about the potential impact from sanctions on Russia following the recent US-Russia presidential discussions. We do have a precedent for this, as in early 2018, there was an elevated threat of sanctions on certain companies and during that period, the nickel price rallied 15%. Aluminium, almost 30%, and we would expect similar magnitude moves again. That said, in terms of market volume, we would likely just see material diverted to China. Aluminium premiums, particularly for value-added material, would rise, while the Atlantic alumina swap market would be heavily disrupted, given Rousseau's Organish refinery, which represents about 1.5% of global supply, would also feel some impact. Perhaps even more importantly, should we see any impact on Russian gas flow into Europe, a well, closure of zinc and aluminium smelters in the region would be even more likely, given the impact on already high power prices. Certainly, geopolitical risk in commodity markets is once more on the rise. <music> Lastly, the emergence of the Omicron variant has added another level of risk overlay to 2022 market expectations for commodities Typically, the first impact is felt from border closures and logistical issues. And given China's ongoing zero-COVID approach and aggressive local shutdowns, this is where we see the largest impact. Already, flow of met coal imports from Mongolia via the key border crossing have dropped to the lowest level since mid-September. And as of late last week, all coal passing across the border had been containerised, while the number of trucks allowed across the border each day is only 100. That is a fraction of what it was this time a month ago. Prices of Mongolian coke and coal have risen 300 RMB per ton or 20% from levels seen two weeks ago and this adds to supply pressure in the international market where heavy rainfall in Australia is as usual during La Nina, seeing flooding across Queensland. China's border restrictions are also affecting flow of tin from Myanmar while in global markets a wider working from home environment could see less scrap particularly post-consumer scrap available into early 2022. As always, I'd like to thank you for listening. If you have any questions or suggestions, please do just get in touch directly. Stay safe and please join me again to discuss more pertinent issues next time round as I look ahead to what 2022 may hold for metals and bulk commodity markets in the final Metal Matters of the Year. That was Metal Matters presented by BMO Capital Markets Equity Research. You can subscribe to Metal Martyrs on Apple Podcasts and other podcast providers or visit our website at researchglobalzero.bmocapitalmarkets.com to listen to more episodes, including our other podcast series, BMO Equity Research, in tune. If you have feedback or suggestions for upcoming podcasts, please do share it with me at colin.hamilton at bmo.com. For access our full disclosures, please visit Research Global Zero. forward slash public hyphen disclosure.